Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production, where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Hi, I'm Orlando Eastwood, director of On the Road, The Search for Bigfoot, and you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show. are listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. All right, I got more stuff that I've watched. I have recently watched Lockwood & Co., so if you're interested in seeing it, go ahead and watch it on Netflix. All right, so Lockwood & Co. is a book series turned into a Netflix series. I have not read the books myself, and uh, I don't know if I will read the books. I have a lot of books on my reading list. The first season was good. I enjoyed it, but I don't know if I necessarily, like, enjoyed it enough to go out and seek the books, you know, like... <laughs> like other series I've seen, uh, you know, and, and also the, uh, first season is, uh, the, also the last season. <laughs> so this is another one of, uh, Netflix's, uh, one season wonders. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because I, I think it had potential. I, I don't think I, I you know, I, I would have watched the next season had there been one. So I totally would have been on the Lockwood and co train, uh, had there been more, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm grieving the loss of it, though. You know, there's some some uh, one-season wonders from Netflix that I still grieve the loss for, like, uh, 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 man, I'm going to blank on the name of this one, but it was this sort of comedy post-apocalyptic uh, one where they kind of had the post-apocalypse in high school, and Matthew Broderick was in it, and... <laughs> uh, you know, such a good series. Oh my god, that was so good. I thought it was funny, it was exciting, it it it, it had everything. And it was filmed in Albuquerque. I like stuff filmed in Albuquerque, because I used to live there 35 years of my life in there. So uh, whenever I see something filmed in Albuquerque, I'm like, yep, that's Albuquerque. Yep, I know where that is. Yep, I've seen that place before, you know. <laughs> but anyways, here nor there, uh, this Lockwood & Co. was not one that I'm 
going to miss terribly, but it, I enjoyed watching it. Uh, essentially, the premise behind Lockwood & Co. is that there are ghosts uh, roaming the Earth, and they are deadly. So, you know, there's this curfew that's in place because the ghosts only come out at night, and uh, when they're out, they can basically kill you if they touch you. And then also, I'm pretty sure that if you're uh, of a certain age, you could see them, and then when you get older, you can't. And so it's really bad for older people to be out because they'll get killed, but it means that all the people hunting ghosts are young, <laughs> right? Uh, sort of the YA premise. Uh, you know, and I, I kind of did the same thing with tuners, actually. So uh, if anyone remembers my, my book, Tuners, uh, way back, long time ago, wrote this book. But, you know, like the premise behind tuners was that, you know, uh, people of a certain age could hear other multiverses when they are near. And using some technology, they could jump to those multiverses. And, you know, people aged out, <laughs> you know, in their mid-20s or something of this, this ability. So, yeah, anywhere from like 14 to like 26, I think, was the, the thing that I had in my head that they would uh, be able to hear the, the multiverse. And some people would age out sooner. Some people would, you know, not hear them at 14. They would hear them at 18 or something, you know. So, I you know, it was different for everybody. But, yeah, uh, like a, a tuner with a 10-year career was a very rare <laughs> thing, uh, you know, in addition to possibly dying and all this other stuff. So I think Lockwood and Co. kind of uses that same thing, you know, uh, only the the youngins can see the uh, <laughs> ghosts. And, you know, it's it's definitely like a, a YA uh, premise, right? If you want a young adult novel and you want to have a reason why <laughs> all the people that are doing the very important things are all young adults, you got to figure out whatever that is, right? So, like, for example, in uh, Hunger Games, it's because they're a uh, tribute, right? <laughs> they send their young people to go fight each other. In uh, the Maze Runner, it's the same thing. They, all the young people are sent to do this, you know. Uh, <laughs> in in uh, Lockwood and Co., it's because they can see the ghost. So anyways, uh, you know, the, the premise is that there's this sort of misfit... Uh, ghost hunting agency and it's not ghostbusters but more you know uh victorian i guess in the sense that uh iron and metal hurts the ghost and so they all have rapiers uh so you know swords they can slash ghosts up but it doesn't stop the ghost forever the ghost will come back unless you destroy their source so their source is some kind of object that the ghost is tied to and it brings into the premise of the three main characters, which is Lockwood, a uh, sort of billionaire kid that inherited uh, a lot of money and is doing his own agency. And then, uh, I mean, not not <laughs> not really billionaire, actually. Like, like there's a, a point in the series where he has to pay a fine and they don't have the money and they got to get the money to pay the fine. And <laughs> uh, so he's not... he. He presents as being very rich, but he's not. He, I don't know, spent most of the family fortune making his ghost hunting agency, I guess. Then anyways, there's his, you know, nerdy roommate, which is the Giles uh, researcher character that does all the research and all the library stuff. And 
and then there's the the main uh main main character who she is someone that can like basically talk to ghosts uh like there's different types of ghosts uh and she could talk to the rarest ones and uh you know can have visions of ghosts and and you know these visions sort of help her identify a source so for example there's this one ghost they meet in the beginning where you know she sees that she was murdered and is able to find out what her source is because of that and they were able to you know destroy it or i forgot exactly what they did with it but anyways that's the, the premise of it and then they you know do ya things where the lockwood and and her uh seem like they might one day develop a love or it might be a you know scully and Mulder thing uh <laughs> they're never quite in love <laughs> uh but it is kind of weird because you know he's her supervisor <laughs> like he's the the person that has the ability to hire and fire her so i don't know if like being a love interest is the best <laughs> thing in that sort of you know weird pyrodynamic really when you get down to it uh <laughs> uh let's see oh yeah uh so anyways the whole the you know first season i don't know is just kind of setting the world you know they they basically find uh you know this uh like eventually they find someone who is knowing about the phenomenon before it happened so they had like a coffin that was lined with iron or something but it was like a hundred years before the you know incidents started happening and the ghosts started roaming the earth so this episode is brought to you by abc station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet andy finally becomes captain and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen will she succeed Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's a big mystery and that, you know, particular person turns out to be like a big scary ghost and, and, uh, you know, they don't quite kill it, but, you know, it seems like it's going to come back as sort of the main villain and then there's also in the in the place where they live there's a door that lockwood tells you know the the other characters they can't open uh and then they you know antics ensue stuff happens get a deadly mirror find out that there's another person who wants to unleash the apocalypse and then they save the world and <laughs> you know all is good uh <laughs> you know uh but what's really funny is uh so at the end of the season you know because i knew this was going to happen like i i had learned that the show was canceled you know after i started watching it and i was like oh well i guess this is the first and last season but i'll keep watching it and uh <laughs> what's really funny is that uh I knew that they were going to end on a cliffhanger because, you know, you don't ever assume you're only getting one season of TV, right? <laughs> like it's, it's, it's probably a bummer for all the people making the show that they did not get the second season. Right. And it's funny because that mysterious door, like Lockwood, you know, 
turns to his teammates and is like, I got to tell you the truth. I got to show you what's behind the door. And they open the door and roll the credits. And so you never find out what's behind that door. Ever. Because the show is canceled. Kind of bummer, right? Luckily, <laughs> there's the internet and it's a book series. So I just kind of read what it is. And I'll tell you right now. And skip this if you don't want to know. But anyways, it's his sister, Lockwood's sister. Uh, <laughs> so Lockwood's sister is sort of apparently in ghost form, and he's keeping her there so he can learn how to save her. So that's what's behind the door. Uh, yeah, so yeah, if you, you know, enjoy kind of lighthearted adventure YA uh, kind of stuff, then I would say it's a, it's pretty decent, right? Uh Sometimes it takes itself a little bit too seriously, you know. Uh, you know, for as silly as the premise is, uh, you know, I think it could uh, <laughs> sometimes, you know, having a little bit more self-awareness, I think I would have liked to see that. But, you know, I'm not the one making it. Uh, the other thing <laughs> that I thought was interesting is that there's a lot of Bauhaus in the movie or in the, the series. So if you love Bauhaus, you would love this uh, thing because yeah Bauhaus is like the soundtrack of it uh, if you haven't heard of Bauhaus go listen to Bell Lugosi's Dead that's the song I think that they're kind of known for to me they are every goth person I ever knew had a Bauhaus poster <laughs> I swear like I was you know kind of goth for a while ran with goths hung out with them and literally everyone had about like I knew it was the same poster too like literally Bauhaus posters <laughs> Everyone loved Bauhaus. They're kind of like gothic Depeche Mode. So they're that sort of 80s band, uh, you know, like The Cure or Depeche Mode or something like that. But more gothic <laughs> is the way to think about it. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, check out Bell Lugosi's Dead and listen to that song. And then watch, uh, 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 you know, Lockwood and Co. And you'll be like, ah, that's Bell Lugosi's Dead. I know that song. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so, you know, if you are ever out late at night and people just start keeling over dead and you're above the age of seeing ghosts, then run. If you are able to see the ghost, then don't forget your rapier. Have a good night. Mm -hmm.